0: Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The Endurance of Labor Laws. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan. Today is episode 296, and we're going to take a look at what is called a bank holding company. We have referred to these in times past, but I thought it would be good to go over what exactly they are, because they are very unique. But before we dive in, let me give a big shout out to my listeners, because as usual, you guys are awesome. We love to see you so much. So here we go. A big shout out to Virginia, Oklahoma, California, New York, Texas, Pennsylvania, Illinois, British Columbia, Florida, New Jersey, Oregon, Georgia, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Arizona, Ohio, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Washington, Alabama, Nebraska, Utah, District of Columbia, Mississippi, Kansas, North Carolina, Tennessee, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Louisiana, Nevada, Maryland, New Mexico, Idaho, Michigan, Iowa. Alberta, Ontario, New Brunswick, Wisconsin, Connecticut, Manitoba, Hawaii, Newfoundland and Labrador, and Nova Scotia. In terms of countries, the United States, Singapore, Canada, the Russian Federation, Australia, the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, China, India, South Africa, Slovakia, Niger, Denmark, uh, let's see, Japan, Uzbekistan, the Philippines, the Federated States of Micronesia, Bangladesh, Hong Kong, and Greece. Good to see all of you. Okay, so today we're going to talk briefly about what is called a bank holding company. So a bank holding company is a company that controls one or more banks but does not necessarily engage in banking itself. The Compound Bank Corp is often referred to, often referred to as these companies as well because of the nature of how it's structured and things like that. In the United States, a bank holding company is provided or as provided by the Bank Holding Company Act of 1956 is broadly described as any company that has control over a bank. So here's the thing. Let's say, for example, you're pissed off at a bank. Excuse my language. It may not be the bank that you're actually angry at. It might be the actual holding company that is managing it. So just be aware of that. It says all bank holding companies in the United States are required to register with the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System. So it is regulated. Thank goodness, right? goes on to say the Federal Reserve Board of Governors under Regulation Y has responsibility for regulating and supervising bank holding company activities such as establishing capital standards, approving mergers and acquisitions, and inspecting the operations of such companies. Now, here's the thing. It is also the, what's it called, the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission. They also approve and deny mergers and acquisitions. It's not just the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. It has to be. Uh, approved by the SEC because we don't want monopolies in the United States. Monopolies, totally squash competition. It's terrible. It goes on to say this authority applies even though a bank owned by a holding company may be under the primary supervision of the office of the comptroller of the currency or the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, also known as FDIC. Becoming a bank holding company makes it easier for the firm to raise capital than as a traditional bank. The holding company can assume debt of excuse me, shareholders on a tax-free basis, borrow money, acquire other banks and non-bank entities more easily, and issue stock with greater regulatory, I would say, ease. It also has a greater legal authority to conduct, I would say, share repurchases of its own stock. The downside includes responding to to additional regulatory authorities, especially if there are more than 2,000 shareholders. It says, note, prior to the JOBS Act or Jumpstart our Business Startups Act, the shareholder number was 300. And then moving on, it says, at which point the bank holding company is forced to register with the Securities and Exchange Commission. And they, I think they should all register. <laughs> I don't think it should be dependent upon how many shareholders you have. I think all of them should register because I think if we're, if we're all supposed to register for a driver's license, these banks and these holding companies, they all need to register with the SEC. Because the fact that they don't want to register, or maybe they don't need to, that concerns me because they should register. Because whatever is not being registered, to me, in my opinion, is a problem. Goes on to say there are also added expenses of operating with an extra layer of administration. Well, get rid of your HR department, get rid, get rid of all these stupid managers that don't know what they're doing. That would definitely help you out. In terms of 2008, it says there was a credit crisis. It says, as a result of the global financial crisis of 2008, many traditional investment banks and finance corporations, such as Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, American Express, uh, Citigroup, and GMAC, now known as Ally Financial, converted to bank holding companies to gain access to the Federal Reserve's credit uh, facilities. Now, to me, that's pretty shady. What I find very interesting is that these banks and these bank holding companies, they can very easily convert their businesses to whatever they need to in order to not go under. But yet if you or I are going down the hole financially in terms of like maybe losing our car, our business, or losing our house and maybe have to file bankruptcy, um, there's really nothing there to protect us. There's really not a whole lot there to protect the consumer, but these banks – and these, I would say, financial institutions, they kind of get away with a whole lot more. I shouldn't say kind of, they do. And I think that they were part of the problem with the financial crisis of 2008. I mean, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it was as bad as the Great Depression or, or the stock market crash. But I think that banks, they they are given way too much power. And the power is the people always has been, always will be. So it's like I was talking about in one of my earlier podcast episodes when I was talking about, Let's see, there are these different companies that are Chinese companies that are growing marijuana here in Oklahoma, and they bought, I mean, acres and acres, probably thousands of acres of land. And a lot of these farmers, they did not know they were selling to the Chinese. The reason why they did not know is because they thought they were selling their, their farm and their land to an American and to an American company. Well, here's the thing. These holding companies are a front for these Chinese investors. So these bank holding companies, they are not sweet and innocent like what you think they are. They they are not, um, to me, they're not always on the up and up because they they are sheltering and protecting these foreign entities. And then I find it to be very hypocro- uh, hypocritical, excuse me, that most of these holding companies are from the state of New Jersey or Delaware. And that's because they have excellent uh, tax-free write-offs and things like that. Like it's more financially Um, I would say better for a company to incorporate itself as a holding company, but in New Jersey or Delaware, pretty sure it's New Jersey and it's just for money. But yet these are Democrats doing this. Not all of them are Republicans. (coughs) Excuse me. So I find it to be very hypocritical how many Democrats do what they can to skirt the law, cheat the federal government out of paying taxes, but yet they shame and blame the rich. And then whenever they shame and blame the rich, They think, oh, taxes should be higher because those people don't deserve their money, but yet they are rich themselves. And so whenever these high taxes are passed on to rich people, it it also directly impacts the middle class because the more money rich people have to pay in taxes, whether good, bad or ugly, the less money they have to invest into their country and into their economy. So the less money they have to reinvest, the less people they can hire for their companies and the less likely they are to expand their company or their locations. So to me, it's very hypocritical for these holding companies to be giving all these free passes, so to speak. They're basically given a hall pass, but yet they complain about being regulated. I think they should be even more regulated. I think everything should be on the up and up, and there are so many things that we do not know about these holding companies. So I'm going to make a note that we need to talk about holding companies. I'm just going to list them off because so many of these holding companies, they are not good people. They, They are not. I'm not saying all of them are bad, but very few of them are good. And I, it's so interesting how most of them, they're on the East Coast, and they're only in an area where they don't have to pay as much in taxes. But yet, if they're not paying as much in taxes, doesn't that kind of screw over the rest of the United States, especially those that are in the middle class or in the lower income brackets? Like, you know, they don't get a tax write-off. I mean, they don't get to be, um, I guess, founded as a, as a holding company. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me because it's favoritism. You know, here in the United States, we are not supposed to favoritism. We were not founded on favoritism. We were founded on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Your pursuit of happiness is okay as long as it doesn't violate state or federal law and also as long as it is not immoral or illegal. But you'd be surprised how many of these banks and these bank holding companies do just that. Because they don't really care about other people, they care about themselves. And it's very selfish, very selfish. So it's like I've said in times past, if you want to look for a whole lot of crooks, Wall Street is the last place. You need to look elsewhere. You need to look every place else because that's where you're going to find it and it's going to be in larger quantities because basically bank holding companies and holding companies in general, they have been given permission by the federal government to break the law. And the reason why they have been given permission to do this is because the laws are written for them. It's not written for the consumer. You know, thank goodness we have all these different consumer protection acts. So it's very important to recognize that these things affect workers' rights. Because I think, you know, maybe some people are listening in, they're like, well, what does this have to do with workers' rights? Everything. Everything. Because so many things affect your paycheck. And if something is affecting your paycheck, then you know that it is directly impacting your employer especially with currency and taxation. Like, banks are not exempt from responsibility in terms of financial crises. They are not. In fact, many many banks, excuse me, cause a whole lot of problems, and there are many problems that we don't even know about because so much of this stuff is hidden, and that, to me that's just disgraceful. I think that we should be told straight up what's going on with our fina- with our financial sector and our banking sector because that directly impacts consumers, and it directly impacts Americans because, you know, This affects not only our bottom line, but it affects our way of life because it it really determines, you know, can we really afford food, water, and shelter? Because those things are basic, very basic. But I guarantee you these bank holding companies, they don't, I guarantee you they do not care that everybody has access to food, water, and shelter because it's all about them. Many of these people are from the northeastern part of the United States. They typically tend to be very snobby and think the rest of us are hicks, especially if you're from Oklahoma or Texas or Kansas. I guess they all think we all get sucked up in tornadoes, which we don't. So it's just the arrogance of this. I would say this type of banking, it's very arrogant, and it's not pro-depositor, which is us. We are the depositors in this banking system, right? They are not pro America. They're not pro depositor, they are not pro consumer, they are only for themselves. And they're only looking out for themselves. And normally I don't say that. I don't make a a broad blanket statement like that, but in this case, it's very true. Because why else, you know, would you want to be a part of a bank holding company and you know, basically get on the good side of the board of governors of the Federal Reserve system? You know, I mean, like to me, they kind of operate like a really corrupt labor union, but but they get away with it because they have so many Democrats in their back pocket. This is why D.C. is a swap. (laughs) And this is why we need to elect Republicans. I think for the next 150 years, we need really blunt, really just constitutional Republicans because there's, I think if you elect wimpy, wishy-washy people, whether they're Democrat or Republican, we're not going to get back to where we need to be as a country and where we need to be financially. So this is very important to understand that these things matter. And, you know, bank holding companies, just because you may not directly be a part of one or be invested in one or maybe don't work for one, they control a lot of things. A lot of corporations are controlled by these idiots. And I say idiots because they cause a lot of problems for the consumer. And that means you, and that means me, and that means everybody in between. It doesn't matter what social stash you're in. These people that, uh, that own and operate these companies, they cause tremendous problems. Like when they screw up, it's really bad. It's really bad. And then they have the nerve. Some of these companies have the nerve to try and ask for a bailout or for things to merge their way. This is why everything needs to go through the SEC, and that is the Securities Exchange Commission. Thank goodness that agency was created. Normally, I'm not a fan of all these different agencies because I think big government is a big problem, but here's the thing. The SEC, they are the exception to the rule. They're not perfect, but they are the watchdogs and they're the gatekeeper. And right now, I don't think they're doing a very good job, but I don't think they've been doing a very good job for probably the last I would say the last decade and a half, at least that I've noticed. And again, I'm only 39, but I noticed that they haven't really, really been doing their job for the last 10 to 15 years because there's been a lot of mergers that I'm like, how did that, how did that get passed? How did that get okay? You know, who's paying who? Who's twisting someone else's arm? I mean, you know what I mean? Like it it just really struck me as odd. And so I noticed these things. And so I'm like, okay, we need to talk about this because this stuff is very important. Because it directly impacts Americans. It directly impacts consumers. And it makes it very difficult to get ahead in life. If you've got, I don't want to say all the money in one sector, but if you have too much power in one entity, that is not the American way. It is not. Because it's companies like this. They squash the mom and pop shops. They squash them. And that leads to not having diversity. That leads to not having competition. And so then, so many of our, our prices for so many goods and services, they get greatly inflated because they don't have competition. <coughs> Excuse me. They have, sorry. <coughs> sorry, let me get a drink of water. I apologize. Hold on. What I was going to say was, they have no one saying, hey, we, we can produce a better good or a better product. And we can do it cheaper and we can do it better. That's the importance and the good thing about competition is that you want things to get better. It's almost like having a football team. You know, you're know, like with NFL playoffs. Who's the better team? Who's more prepared? Who, who really knocked it out of the ballpark, as they say? If you never have competition, then you never get any better. But with banks, they they just act like they're invincible. I got news for you, I got news for you. You're you are not. You're not invincible. I think the stock market crash and so many of these different financial crises have proved that. And I think we'll also go through all the bank failures. I'm making note of that, bank failures. We'll take a look at all those different banks that failed and why and how it was handled. Because, you know, it's, it's not possible to prevent every bank failure. But sometimes th- there's a reason why they failed and it could have been prevented. You know, sometimes the, the banking sector, and I'll close with this, sometimes the banking sector is viewed as a wild, wild west by people who do not understand the value of currency. I mean, they're basically like a little kid on aisle seven at a Toys R Us and just gimme, 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 gimme. Well, that is not appropriate spending. It's wasting. I mean, technically, if you're spending that kind of money, are you stimulating the economy? Yes, but you're, you're not investing in yourself. Like there's a difference in just buying stuff just to buy it, as opposed to buying something because you need it or you actually want it to do better in life. I'm not saying you can't ever you'll buy a fancy car if you can afford it. I'm not saying you can't ever take a cruise. I'm saying that financial stability is a form of wisdom. And I I think there are way too many people in the banking sector and the financial sector and the accounting sector of our society. They throw financial stability away all for the sake of arrogance and for the title that is after their name. I think that is a tremendous problem. It really is. So just FYI, be aware of that. But until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.
1: Waves transport.